sorry. Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to do a podcast, just a reaction after this. Uh, harrowing. Harrowing. Well, not harrowing, more like action packed. Action packed episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, our podcast is called The Brotherhood Without Manners, and if. Uh, Keep going. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to I'm going to stop. Yeah, the Brotherhood Without Manners, Game of Thrones podcast. And we're doing what most Game of Thrones podcasts would do respond to an episode. Yeah, and it's going to be proper live action. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what a what a what an episode! Actually, if if any of you are on Twitter, you can you can tweet us at Brotherhood Pod uh, if if you want to give out to us or if you want to let us know what your thoughts are on the episode. I'll have a look at uh, Leandro's phone. Oh, this is Leandro. I'm Ryan McBride. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was your thoughts on John and Daenerys' meeting at long last? Um, it was surprisingly cringy, I guess. Like, I was surprised they didn't hit off. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hit on each other. Uh, no, that's what I didn't want to happen. Yeah. I didn't want a whole incest thing happen. I mean, they wouldn't know. I guess it doesn't count as incest. <laughs> it still counts if they don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I guess it makes sense. Those are two characters that are kind of like bullheaded and quite stubborn. I didn't expect them to gel, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I felt... John was he just he just jumped in like he was too bullheaded about it. He didn't he didn't uh not good at explaining things, did he? He didn't sugar sugarcoat it like he just was like, Oh the army of the dead are coming <laughs> without explaining what they are. Yeah, but the, but but on Daenerys' side she's all oh yeah, I'm the queen, yeah, so you got you gotta she, bend the knee and all that. And she was so petulant whenever he didn't <laughs> I, I don't know. But she was like Tyrion First he calls me. He first he won't bend the knee, and now he's calling me a child. And then I don't know what. I, I don't know why she'd be thought as a child with that behavior. I don't know if Tyrion actually told Daenerys that he didn't include in the letter that <laughs> he was to bend the knee. No, probably not. I mean, that's Tyrion's job to sugarcoat things. But yeah, surprisingly enough, I think John and Daenerys didn't get along because they are kind of similar in that they're very straightforward in what they want and they're not good at explaining to other people <laughs> yeah, what they want. I say that's one of the big character weaknesses of them I suppose. Yeah. But I f- they, they did gel over time towards the end of the episode which is nice. Yeah, I mean it, it would probably be more unrealistic if they gel at the start. I mean it, it make it makes sense. As Turian said, yeah, like you come in yes it's unrealistic to expect on your first meeting yeah. to send a bunch of soldiers and etc. Yeah, especially on training for something you don't even know exists. Yeah, and, but then again, Daenerys has dragons. She's seen some weird stuff up in the east. I mean, would she not disbelieve an army of the dead? But then again, if you have a guy declaring himself king of one of your kingdoms yeah. and being basically saying, oh yeah, uh, I was put in charge because we, we gotta fight a big army. Of I, the dead. I felt like if, if, if John hadn't stopped Davos from saying, that <laughs> he's actually undead himself <laughs> then that might that, you know I, I felt like that might have helped convince Daenerys that this exists on all this magic rubbish I mean yeah that just makes our case even harder and it's actually weird it's John who who managed to point that out despite the fact that you know he was all going ah army of the dead come on come on yeah 
I just like that little moment actually between Davos and Tyrion. Like that, that's the that's the reunion that no one was really talking about. And Davos I was like, and Tyrion? Was it, yeah, met. like I mean, they met before on the battlefield. I oh, right. yeah, and on the battlefield. Like, we almost won the battle of the Black Yeah, but Davos almost. didn't even make it to the mud back. He got he got thrown out into the water. That's true. Yeah, he's a reborn of salt yeah. and ash. I mean, it is nice. It is nice seeing a lot of weird reunions. Like, yeah. John and Tyrion, that's great. They were great in season one, all the way back in 2011 when we were young. Well, back when I didn't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they reunited, and speaking of reun- reuniting, another Stark reunion, Sansa and Bran, which is. Bran's. Not, not what you'd expect, no. No, not really, but I mean, Bran, whoever plays Bran, I can't remember his name now. But he must have such an easy time. <laughs> he literally shows no emotion at all. And, and yeah, and he's playing a character who's all weird now, who, who, who thinks in four dimensions, so he doesn't even have to work. I mean, Brian Dobson could have played that with the auto prompter. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but. Uh, I mean, I think you were meant to believe that it was going to be Arya who'd get there first. Yeah, and that she didn't even show up in the episode at all. Yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed that if you pay attention to the names and the credits at the start of the episode, you can tell who's showing up or not. At the start of the episode? Yeah. You see, you know Macy Williams there, and you know she's not. Yeah. But then it's just. Also, just, that's just a random side note. The way they just teleport all over the damn place now in Westeros. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, that, that was, it was pretty ridiculous with uh, Euron. Euron. Yeah, Euron getting running into. Yeah, going from King's Landing to Castle Rock, which oh, is on the other side of West. Although she did, she did say, "Give me two weeks." I guess. And then the gold is being piled into the wheelbarrows after. Yeah, I mean, they just they just straight up don't tell us how much time passes. It's yeah. just a weird thing. Also, going Western. back, going back to uh, before we move on to the Lannisters and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daenerys is not going to have much faith left in Tyrion because <laughs> no. I mean, I felt I felt too. I felt like Tyrion would kind of know tactics better than us. I mean, no, he, he but the thing he's not he's not a commander. No. Like he's fought in one battle, the Blackwater battle. They, did, they just happened to win because of magic fire. Well, yeah, magic fire and his dad saving his ass. That's how he won. <laughs> That's pretty sure. And well, Jamie has won and lost quite a bit. So yeah, he he know more. It makes sense. And but, yeah. but I feel like he just throughout the series he has shown that he knows how other people think and on this occasion he just didn't yeah oh, but like, I think that's, it, a, that's a thing as well Maybe he just didn't know He's, oh, oh my hello. god look at this we've been joined by a dog here where's the dire wolf surprisingly dire wolfy dog <laughs> what's his name Midnight Mid- Midnight yeah Midnight that's nice to meet you oh, is that a Zelda reference oh sorry oh lovely <laughs> That's from an Andrea one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's not even any wolves in this episode. We can't even talk about that. Ah. Sorry, we're distracted by this. By a very incredibly cute dog. A house wolf? Yeah, there's a nice wolf. Wolves, Starks. There we go. We're back, we're back on track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm back on topic. No, we're going back to Stop looking at the dog. All right. Stop looking at the dog. No, no. Okay, now I'm not looking at okay, no. Yeah, so I think I was saying... Of all the Starks to meet up, you're looking at the dog. No, we're talking about. For those listening online, there's going to be a weird experience. At least the lovely people here can witness us flailing around this dog. We can edit. (laughs) You don't hear that. No, I was just saying, yeah, of all the Starks you want to meet up again, I don't think Sansa and Bran would be near top. 
No, I was supposed Sansa and anyone wouldn't be in anyone's top. Yeah. Maybe her and Arya. Yeah, yeah, expect her and Arya would have so much to talk about. But not for cute reasons. Well, no, not, not for cute reasons. Eventual reasons, bro. Yeah, eventual reasons. But, like, before we go back to Lancers, I'll say, yeah, Tyrion, he is smart, but he's only as smart as he knows. And there was a lot of things he didn't know, because he's been fecking off in <laughs> Essos and whatnot. Like, he didn't know Castle the Rock was worthless. Yeah. And he didn't know that Jamie's learned a few he, things. He didn't know that John was king of the north. Yeah. Like, that's, exactly. that shows how... I mean, Varys didn't know that. That shows how out of the loop they were, considering yeah. Varys is, like, the lad with the Master of Whispers. Yeah, but and also he, he he came in running in at the end because he was so out of the loop. Yeah, so I think they're catching up, and yeah, I mean, I think the I think we all expected that they just swoop in and kill, murder everyone, slay, and all that. But like, it's not it's not the way this show goes. Yeah, but theory time. Oh, here we go. Is this as mad as the theory you had of Varys being a merman? <laughs> He is a merman. No, he's not. It's verifiable. You get, you get over this. Stop hanging out in Tumblr. Alright, well, <laughs> this theory is that Tyrion actually had Dorn, had the Dornish people captured on purpose. Oh. And had uh, the Greyjoys captured on purpose because they're volatile. So and be he in, didn't know in, what they would have done. Oh, so he wants to wipe away any unruly allies. Yeah, and then as well, Olena Terrell now got captured as well, and she's the one who was causing major doubt in Tyrion, yeah. and she's kicked That makes sense, that makes sense. I think, it, I think what I like about that is that the show is slowly cutting away all the extraneous parts, something yeah. the book never did. Like when, the, the book just added five million characters, <laughs> expecting to know all of them. But here, you know, Terrell, gone. The Dornish, gone. Greyjoys, mostly gone. It's all just the Lannisters, the Starks, and the Targaryens. But I felt like they never really introduced the other houses properly like they did in the books. Like, yeah. uh, I haven't read many of the books now. Yeah, uh, not all. Uh, that first. <laughs> but, uh, like the, the, the Dornish, they were, they were gone before they started. Like. Yeah, they were, yeah, it was the same thing as well. They were kind of gone and they kind of came back. Yeah. But, uh, but, honestly, the Dornish were kind of as characters, they're not introduced well, and nobody likes them. I mean, it's cruel what happens at the end. Like Cersei just goes full horrible torture at them. But I, then again, she's justified because they killed her daughter. I thought she was going to go full, you know, Gregor. violence mountain again. Yeah, I, I, I'm well, kind of glad. I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. Game of Thrones could do less with. They got so many complaints the last time. Yeah. But still, there's still one more left to kill. Well, she's gonna. She's dying. No, but there's still one other one there. Ah, right, okay, okay. So she's the one who has the real beef with the mountain in the first place. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Can't <laughs> speculate here. Yeah. So, did you expect Lannisters to be taking the upper hand? Uh, I didn't expect Lannisters to, uh, to take the upper hand at all. No, but, uh, they didn't have a good position. No. If they didn't have Euron Greyjoy, who's I, I don't want him to become a fan favorite, but he's starting to become a memorable character I somehow. I am enjoying him. <laughs> I know, I'm, uh, I'm not even ashamed of him. He's just such a... He's just so dead. Um, yeah, and, he, he, and he's not like Ramsay or Joffrey, who are just cruel for no reason, and extremely cruel. And Euron is cruel, but he's, yeah. he's, he's so, it's so late in the game that it's, he's just stupid fun. Like, I think the fact that... I mentioned this in the podcast last week, and you can find it on SoundCloud. <laughs> but uh, I mentioned it last time around that um, Euron, 
he kind of endeared himself to everyone straight away by killing the sand snakes whom everyone absolutely <laughs> hated. Well, yeah, he killed it in a very entertaining way by literally dropping on the ship. Actually, his entrance on the ship as well. Yeah. But that's kind of... A friend of mine pointed out, and one of his mates had, like, seal fists with spikes on them. Like, he's bringing <laughs> Mortal Kombat characters with him, but who wouldn't enjoy him? Fatality. But... <laughs> I just, I just felt, I just feel like he's a, he's a good addition to the show. But although I have heard that people that, uh, who read the books are like, he's a totally he, oh, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's not quite like in the books. No, no, he's a more overwatch, more hateful, not as fun character in the books. I'm, I can't blame Cersei for not wanting to go near him okay. in, in the bedroom because he's, I don't know, he's been facing. He's been around the world. <laughs> <laughs> as he keeps saying, he doesn't, she doesn't want to get any of that. Uh, I don't find it disturbing that right after Cersei poisons, you know, Larysan's daughter, she gets so turned on that she goes off she to goes Jamie. She goes and kisses and just, Jamie. Like maybe, oh, she, maybe she was just like, maybe I can actually kill him this <laughs> so I can oh, focus on the main politics. Yeah, and poor Jamie. Well, he. Poor, I've never seen him, uh, Nikolai Costovalo. He says what? <laughs> his uh, face so much in uh, before this, like yeah, and. I, li- I like that, yeah, his, the final scene, which we'll talk about in a minute, like, he, he, you can really tell he's so conflicted that, yes, he loves, he loves Cersei, but she is a disease. She's like, crazy. She is, she, she will probably burn down this entire kingdom and whatnot. But, yeah, Jamie's in, in, a, in a tough place. Yeah, Jamie, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he, he could switch sides. I, well, actually, I wonder... Just going back to Dorne for a second and Bronn, the, the whole bad pussy line. Is that going to be of any significance or is it just to piss off everyone? I think probably. Is Bronn going to fly back about two weeks later? To yeah, I will just band? say, three episodes in, we've only seen Bronn once and he didn't even talk. But he was That's quoted. Just, yeah, he was quoted, yeah. But like, come on, you, you could do with more Bronn. Actually, when we were talking about this, I'm glad Turin has finally pulled up on the whole... Uh, as a wise man once said, <laughs> yeah, he used it well, but like wrong moment. That was like my know. second highlight of the of the show, other than him calling out uh, Davos. <laughs> I mean, my highlight is probably Diana Rigg's final scene in the series. Yeah. Elena Tyrell going out strong. Yeah, as you probably expected. I mean, I kind of expected her to die because there's that whole theme in Game of Thrones of transitioning from the, the generation of, you know, Robert and Ned and, and Tywin and all that, and Alana's part of that, yeah. and now it's there. She was the last her. of the old guys. Yeah, she was the last of them, and now, then she's dead, but she goes out strong and just... Well, Littlefinger and Varys, I think, are really the truly... Well, yeah, yeah, there's no, but they're, they're always outliers. They weren't part of that whole dynasty, yeah. kings and noblemen sort of thing. They, they, they made that very clear. Yeah, actually, while we were talking about that... I can't remember what the link was anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just talk whatever you want, it's your podcast. Uh, it's your podcast too, then. What? But uh, when Grey Worm was taking over Castor de Rock, mm-hmm. uh, Tyrion was talking over and saying that uh, Cersei's soldiers fight for fear of, of Cersei. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of the line in the episode before with uh, Grey Worm and Missandei. Mm. Where he says, "I have fear that I won't go back to Masandi." Oh. So I'm thinking, is that foreshadowing again? Grey Worms, Grey Worms is gonna perish. Yeah, I get the feeling that because 
Yeah, I think that's for sure because yeah, they've set up that they're in love now. So that means that Guerrero will probably want to break out of Castle Rock. It's, it is worthless. So that means he's, he he might do something foolhardy because they and suddenly they're all yeah yeah we're all for Daenerys. But Grey Worm is the one of them who's like oh he's found attachment to someone else. Yeah. So they could force this entire bloody like I don't know break out and have to cross road Westeros and whatnot. Yeah. Also, can I just say? It's so weird that they can just like randomly throw an act, a giant action sequence like taking out Castle Rock. When like in season two they had to dedicate like 70-80% of the budget for one battle in one episode. Yeah. Now they're just throwing money at this show. But they're making them shorter and more kind of convoluted. Actually with that, it felt like Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's whatever. <laughs> it's very and heisty. It was very heisty the way he was just like... I was expecting that uh, Green Onions music to come on in the background whenever Tyrion was explaining. Yeah well... Too bad for him. I feel like that's right. It didn't work. Well, it did work. Well, it worked, but not. A, but not. It was an empty victory. It was an empty victory. Yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think Reek's next move is going to be? Theon Greyjoy. For Theon Greyjoy, uh, was did he arrive back in Dragonstone? Is that the ship that? The he was arrived in the Greyjoy, the friendly Greyjoy ship. Yeah. But uh, who knows if he even wants to come back? They'll all be like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Would you let this happen?" And yeah, like. I think he's gonna hide in shame for a bit more. Maybe he'll find out where Gendry is and they'll just hang out in shame <laughs> while they're there. Because clearly that's what Gendry's been doing. Well, Gendry was like, he wasn't, he was forced to run away. Like, he didn't have much of a choice. Actually, where the hell is Gendry? I was, like, <laughs> he's still paddling in that boat. I, he's still in that coast. Like, uh, I mean, he's probably gone there forever. Yeah. They probably like put him in that picture of him in the air, but it's like, <laughs> Saws, we're just teasing you. Uh, I'm. I get the feeling that I don't know. He lived as a smithy, so he probably doesn't know how to row. He only rows in one row, so he's been going in circles. He has one good arm from the hammer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he knows. He knows how to pull a row, but he doesn't actually know how to properly row. He's just been going in circles around Westeros. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe so. He's yeah. Like, there's no. no I'm right. sure you get a knack for it after about three seasons. <laughs> three seasons. I said three seasons. Yeah, I think season four is when. Davos liberated him from the evil red woman. Oh, Davos as well. Sorry, going back to Davos, we finally addressed that the Geordie accent is King's Landing accent. Uh, okay, that's, that's good that's, to that's know. That's confirmed yeah. <laughs> before we question that no one else has the accent yeah. in the most populous part of the <laughs> kingdoms. But like, uh, well, so yeah, Sam, I think, I think we kind of expected Jorah Mormon to be cured, but yeah. now what's he going to do? Is he just I feel like Daenerys, because she doesn't... I feel like on this theory, isn't it, that she won't trust Tyrion anymore. She, yeah. She's going to take Elena Tyrell's final words to her and mm. become the dragon. And then Jorah will show up and say, What are you doing? Just calm down. There's <laughs> people... And then that'll be that. And that's Jorah's purpose. And then he'll go and die somewhere. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the actor Ian Glenn, he's really good at suffering and dying, I guess. Yeah. I've, we've seen some, like... Uh, Emotions from Ian Glenn that we never saw before when he was Daenerys. Like before, I was just like, like desperate yearning, but now it's like brotherly love. Like, fair play. I mean, it's nice when you have unexpected characters meeting up with unexpected characters. And I was just, I was just thinking, Sam, what are you putting your hand out for? It was literally yesterday you picked all that. Oh yeah, but yeah, but that that signifies that he's cured. And and then uh, whatever is Archmaster, what's his name? Jim Broadman. Jim Broadman had the elder one poking him with (laughs) it. Yeah, so what do you expect from next episode? I feel like Sam's going to find something important in those scrolls. Those random scrolls? Yeah. I mean, what else could he find? 
Like I didn't know a it magic was. super weapon. How to tame a dragon too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, that'll work. Yeah. And uh, what else can we find? like Jora? Will he be in the next episode or will he be traveling? I, I get the feeling we should have watched the next the up the. Not next in Game of Thrones stream. Oh, yeah, we're coming up no. the stage. That did come out, yeah. There oh, was shit. Oh, well, it's fine. We, we're not going to spoil it. For, that's a spoiler. How is that a spoiler? It's a trailer they put out. All right. Well, what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen to John in the next episode? Is he going to be a prisoner for, for reals? Um, I think they're going to slow it down in the next episode because the past three have been so fast. Like, it could have been the entire season, honestly, that past, those past three episodes. Yeah, true enough. But all this stuff that's happening. Not so, all the battles and stuff. So, I think what's, what's John going to do, he's going to mope around in Dragonstone. Okay. And maybe maybe hang out more in Daenerys. And then... maybe, maybe Varys will say, oh, actually, Ned tried to stop your man from killing you. Yeah. And, I don't know, maybe he'll find somehow that he's a Targaryen, maybe. I feel like something's going to soften there, anyway. Bran in Winterfell, I feel like... There's going to be some revelations, or whether they be about Littlefinger or about John or someone else. Yeah, but Bran speaks in such a weird way that I get think they're going to use that to pad out like an episode of him not telling them. Yeah, true. Inf- important info. Episode five, Bran. <laughs> and then uh, and Arya is going to actually arrive in yeah. Winterfell next. I don't know. And what about the Brotherhood without banners? Our names. Oh yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> what are they up to? <laughs> they they copied us. God. <laughs> yeah, we were here first. But they're heading up to Eastwatch by the sea. Oh yeah, and that's where the, so the damn army is. So you don't think they're going to drop by Winterfell? You think they're just going to go? Um, they might, but I mean, they're literally on their way just to the wall. You I think, thought. Yeah, you think Winterfell is going to visit them first? Yeah, yeah, Winterfell's just going to stand up and just get in their way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the people in there. I, but I, actually, I wouldn't mind that because then you get more random reunions. Sansa and the Hound can see each other in after taking you know, like four, five seasons. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, the kiss didn't happen. The, the kiss didn't happen ever, but it, it no. definitely didn't happen in the show. Yeah, no, and I, I, I don't know if I want to happen. No, I don't want to happen. <laughs> it's, it's all good. You're, you, true love is blind. <laughs> and no, neither of them are blind. The hound is just scarred. You can still see. And it's ageless. Fine. Um, but yeah, they're going out to East Watch by the Sea. Yeah. Run into some White Walkers. I still see. I still want to see before the end of the season a zombie dragon. I think it's going to happen. Do you think it's going to happen? I want it to happen. Yeah. I don't really want it to happen because then that'll, that'll just mean a dragon dies. Well, she still has two. Like, she, has, she, has a, she, has, she can spare one. But like, no, but like, they've been, they've been hinting that Cersei's going to kill one of the dragons south of the wall. So I, that mean, that'll just leave her with one left if that happens. I mean, I mean, what are the chances that Cersei's actually going to, you know, have to, they have to move that thing. It's a yeah. big crossbow. <laughs> yeah, true enough. So how long are we left here now? 22 minutes, Christ. Uh, we better wrap it up. Uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we're the Brotherhood Without Manners. Where can you find us? You can find us. Oh, you can find us on Twitter at Brotherhood Pod if you want to let us know how we did. You can find us on Apple's podcast app if you want to uh, give us a little review if you want to help other people find us. I was going to ask you if I'm allowed to plug my other podcast, but you already plugged yours, so I'm just—I'm not going to. I'm not going oh, to. Virtual citizens. No, no, yeah, virtual citizens. Just look that up. Sit at there. citizens virtuals on, on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Or a pop culture podcast. All right, thanks very much, everyone, for uh, listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Next week. Oh. <laughs>